Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Okay, sister friends, since we can't make time, we have to find some time. So we're going to see how to get all those goals achieved, How to, three steps to achieve any goal that you might would have. And it is all encompassed in calendar blocking. How simple is that, right? And I can hear some of you thinking, well, if it's that simple, why isn't everyone doing it? Well, I would say two reasons. One is because they don't know, and two, because they don't listen to this podcast. So you need to share it out with your friends. How about that? Well, with the start of any job, there is adventure and excitement and there's newness, right? And when we're at home with kids on the hip, trying to find time just to take a shower, much less do all the other things that we want to do, it can be tricky. And particularly if you're hearing that voice in your head saying, you know what, I don't even know why you try this. You know you're not going to do it. You're never enough. Just don't even try. And hopefully today's episode, with today's episode, you're going to be able to shush that inner voice and you're going to be able to make some great strides. Now, I don't want to oversimplify it, but really it's not rocket science. This is some simple stuff. But when I learned it, and I didn't learn it until I had five and I was in the throes of running my new little side hustle. When I wrapped my head around how powerful this was, it changed everything for me. So let's just jump right in. Calendar blocking. Obviously, if I'm saying the word calendar, it infers that we need a calendar. So whether you go to the Dollar Tree to get one, you order a fancy one, if you create one, however you get a calendar, we need a calendar. And I'm going to suggest to you that it's a paper calendar. Now it's going to go in conjunction with our digital calendars, but a paper calendar is just really good for this process that I'm going to walk you through. Okay. So trust the process, right? Isn't that what they say? Trust the process. There's three steps of implementation for any goal. And that is going to be to know your number, know your time, and know your plan. Know your number is number one, know your time is number two, and know your plan is number three. In knowing your number, that means we're going to quantify things. Let's say that your goal is, I want to grow my faith. Okay, how? What's that mean? I want to have a quiet time. I want to start doing that. Just start developing some habits of holiness. I want to pray and be more intentional in prayer. I want to have a prayer journal and I want to have a quiet time. How many days a week? How many days a month? Give it a number. I want to have a quiet time three days a week. That's attainable. Okay, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. You're going to shoot for the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So give it a number. 
Maybe it's that you want to lose weight. I want to lose 50 pounds. I want to not just, I want to lose weight so I look good and feel better. How much weight? If you're in a network marketing business, maybe you want to earn that next rank or you want to earn an incentive trip, but you want to earn that incentive trip. How do you do that? Maybe it's that you want to stretch your budget monies just a little bit further. You want to be more creative with how you cook and the things that you do and you want to really help with the budget. How much with the budget? $100, $200, $20. When I did my first network marketing business, I remember my husband said, well, if you could just make enough to, to pay for our daughter's lunch, that would be great. Yeah, well, that was like $15 a week. I just laughed. But anyway, what is your number? What's your number? Because um, when you have the number, then that helps you move into number two, and that is your time. What is your timeline? What's the time that you have to achieve this goal? What's the time over which you would like to develop the habit? Referencing back the, I want to grow in my faith. Okay, how long for the next year, the next two months, this quarter, over a lifetime? What's your span? So know the timeline, because once you know that, then you can look backwards and we can break that goal that seems huge into smaller pieces. If you say, I want to earn an incentive trip, we'll just use that for an example, just as a network marketing example. I'll give you a couple more, but that one's an easy one because I walked in that world for a long time. If you're going to earn a trip, you have, this is the date it has to be earned by. You have so many team members you have to add or, and, or you have so many sales, so many do a dollar amount, so much in sales that you have to do. So you take that great big number that looks crazy and then you divide it by the number of months. So let's say that it's a sixth month earning time. Then you take that big number and you divide it by six. That's how much you need to do each month. Then you divide that by four and that's how much you have to do each week. So you can see if you're on track more or less that helps you to achieve that goal. Now let's back that up. Let's say it's your budget and you want to be more creative and more intentional in how you spend your money and you want to choose to do healthier foods and you're looking at doing things a little differently. Well, the timeline would be, again, that would be probably a month. Here's my budget for the month and let me divide that up. Now, how many ways can I do my meal planning? How can I do this so that I take full advantage of sales and coupons and the things that we have going on. The first is to know what your number is. The second is to know your time, your timeline. Backwards plan off of that. And then three, the third thing is to know your plan. How are you going to make that happen? All right, let's be really practical. And you've broken it down now. You know if it's a sales amount that you want to reach, if it's subscribers, if it's... Um, a dollar amount that you don't want to spend, you want to be able to save a little extra, whatever that is, then we have to figure out the true implementation now. So we're going to open up our calendars. All right, so now before we open our calendars, I want to share a story with you. And you've probably heard this one that I did not create this story. And it's about a college professor who comes in and he has two jars on his desk. And he also has four rocks and some sand and some pebbles and a glass of water. He tells the class he's doing a class on probability that day. So he wants them to raise their hand how many people think he can get all of those items in the jar. About 50-50, it was a pretty even split. So he calls two students up and he has them try to put all of those items, the rocks, the pebbles, the sand, and the water, in the jars. Neither student was successful. 
So he has them go sit down. He says, okay, I'm going to let you change your answer. Does anybody out there think that all of these items can be put into the jars? Well, they had just seen that it couldn't. So now only a few brave souls raised their hands. And as he started, he emptied the jars and he says, well, I just want to show you. And he picked up the big rocks. He says, now these represent, these big rocks represent the most important things in your life. And he slowly added all the rocks. And he said, these are the most important plans, the people, and important things in our lives. Then he continued and he started adding the small pebbles. And he said that these aren't important tasks necessarily, but these are the ones that are the loudest. They're the urgent ones that we have to get done. And we focus on those as our first priority, just like the students did. Some things get left out or neglected. And in the case of the big rocks, that was the most important things. Those are the things that get left out. And then last, he put, he put sand and the sand seeped into the cracks. And then very slowly, he poured the water over the top. And as he added it in, and it seeped in to all the crooks and the crannies and the nooks, it indeed filled the jar. And he shared with the class, it really wasn't a probability lesson. This was a life lesson. And it's such a good one. That's such a great analogy because that's how it is with our lives. Because what we do is we bow our knee to the tyranny of the urgent, the loudest thing, the noisiest thing, the thing that has to be done because we forgot about it and we put it off. Where instead, if we had backwards planned and we had put the most important things first, then everything would have maybe turned out a little bit differently and would have looked different. When we open these calendars, okay, because this is the same life principle with our businesses, we have to look at what is the most important thing first. If the stickers and the colors will not distract you, if you find that stress relieving, then have at it, have a ball, color your planner way on up. I'm kind of more plain on mine, but list the things that are most important. And this is going to be your time with God, your time with your husband, your time with your kids, the time with extended family. That's important. That Those are important things. Those are the things that have to get done, that need to be done. Those have, in this season of your life, it needs to have the majority of your time. So put all of that in there. And you can color up. If you've got colored pencils or colored pens and you choose a different color for each aspect of your life, your husband gets one, God gets one, your kids get one, then as you color code and you add things in, you'll start to see the nooks and crannies that you have in your day. Those periods, those times where, oh my gosh, I have an hour here. I have an hour every day of the week. And so once you see these spaces start opening up, now you know where it is that you can add your meaningful work. And when you do your work, I'm going to suggest that you work on IPAs, your income producing activities first, and you're not just doing busy work. And when you have a plan in place, when you know your number and when you know that goal that you're trying to reach, you know the time is pressing in because you've, you've defined it, you know what that looks like, then your plan helps you be much more efficient and much more cognizant of what you're doing when than if you're just trying to play it all by ear or if you're just flying by the seat of your pants. As you look at doing your business, how is it that you can maybe do things differently? What can you do to reach more people at the same time? As you look at your life of faith or your family life, what is it that you can do that will help you to do more things better and in less time? I love to say work smarter, not harder. And that is certainly true in all these aspects. So I'm going to give you seven hacks. So I'm going to give you seven hacks that hopefully 
will be a blessing to you. Number one, delegate wherever you can. Delegate what you hate. Let me say that one again slowly. Delegate what you hate. One of my first businesses, I just don't enjoy paperwork. Sitting in front of a computer, balancing numbers is not my idea of a way to have a good time. Because I didn't enjoy it, it took me hours. And so I finally decided I was going to barter product for time with a client. Not only did she come in and do all of the accounting and reconciliation and all of the paperwork for taxes in, I don't know, a fourth of the time, just way, way, way less time. Cost me a whole lot less than I thought it was going to cost me. But she did it quickly. She did it efficiently. And she found like several checks that I had never even bothered to deposit. So it was a win, win, win all around for me. But delegate what you hate. Are there some chores that your husband and your kids can do? Is there something that Fiverr offers a service that you can hire Fiverr out? Is there a college student who is family starved, cash poor, and would love a home-cooked meal that would come in and sit with your kids or entertain them or be with you or work as an intern for a few hours? Get creative. There is no end to the possibilities of ways that you can delegate. Number two would be menu planning. I'm talking Think through your most favorite meals. What are the meals that your family likes? This is, again, not rocket science. Monday through Friday, what do you typically like to do? So number two would be to meal plan, and then you can meal prep to go along with that. That way you know what you need when you're going to the grocery store. You're not overbuying. You're not underbuying. That helps with that budget, too. Number three, use Clickit services. We've certainly learned how to do this during the pandemic as we had to do things differently. We've learned that we can use Clickit services and then that offers their own digital coupons. So that is a great time saver. And you can even, if you're really t- crunched with time, you can do the delivery service as well because currently they're not even charging for that. So why would you not? Number four, leave your house to go to your office. I wish you could see me doing my air quotes here. Go to your office. If that means you're going to record a podcast on your phone in the car because it's quiet, go to your office. If it's where you need to go to do your Bible study, leave your house, go to your office. This simple trick allows you to focus on what you need to do and not see the laundry that needs to be done, the piles that need to be picked up, put for me. That's You have to sometimes go to your office, even if that means leaving your house to do so. There are all kinds of places that have free Wi-Fi, internet, and if you can't afford the pricey coffee to say, be responsible, don't go to Panera and sit all day and not even buy a cup of coffee. So there's that. But your local library offers Wi-Fi for free. They have study rooms and they also have computers you can use. Number five, ditch the habits that are just nothing more than mindless time sucks. And that was all of the social media can fall right on there, particularly for me, TikTok, enough said. But don't just play mindless games on your phone, binge watch TV series, or simply never missing your shows, whatever your shows are. And you can say, oh, that's my guilty little pleasure. Well, add up how much time that guilty little pleasure is actually costing you. If it's an hour a week or hour and a half each week, two hours, I don't know, see what that's going to cost you over a year. Number six, Group your like activities all together. Group them together rather than spreading them out. Here's a prime example. If I need to make phone calls as customer service in my business, I can make five phone calls a day, making it a very small, very attainable goal, or I can do 20 in a day. And you're like, oh my gosh, no, I would never do 20 calls in a day. Here's the benefit of doing 20 in a day. 
First of all, it's a much bigger number. That gives you a whole lot less time to chit chat. You're not going to go off the rabbit trail and hear all about Aunt Bessie's left knee replacement that then was in a car wreck. You don't have to get into all that. It's going to be quick. It's going to be short. And you're going to say that up front. Hey, Kathy, this is Mary. I just have a few minutes, but I wanted to check in on you. How are your projects going? Is there anything I can help you with? So it's, it makes me much quicker, much more efficient, much more time efficient, and it makes me cognizant of actually being able to offer serviceable helps. Number seven, automate every place possible. Anytime, any place that you can automate, I highly suggest that you do it. Do that. Use a mail service, a customer relationship manager like uh, Lesson OEN CRM. You can use Minibot. You can use MailChimp. There's lots that are free, but use automation whenever you can. Set that up. And then last, make dates with yourself and with your spouse that aren't negotiable. Have a date night. Pour into yourself. Pour into your relationships. Don't have any devices present because you want to be fully present. Now, I know in this day and age, that's a hard, hard thing, but be present when you're with someone. And that lets you connect, lets you compare your calendars, get your life synchronized and together, and it allows for that communication. So I really want to encourage you on that. All right, so we've got calendars. We're gonna look at our life in different areas. We're gonna know our numbers. We're going to know our timeline. We're gonna make a plan. We're going to write that down so that we can see, and then we're going to be flexible. That is the last most overriding principle of all is to be flexible. You know that there are going to be days when kids get sick. You know there's going to be times when you do not get it all done. This is not meant to add another layer of failure and condemnation. Absolutely not. This is a plan to give you small incremental successes so that your successes start to outnumber the times where you feel like you have failed. And when you look at that at the end of the day, then you're able to look forward to the next day and see what goals you're going to achieve. And that, my sweet friend, is what I hope will be the result of you listening to the podcast and applying some of the principles and the truth that you get here. Grace for the journey, community, some truths, and some laughs. So until next time, be blessed. It's Kathy. guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Take care.